Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. This episode is brought to you by nobody because you guys are awesome and you backed us on Patreon and we have hit our first stretch goal, which is going ad free. God bless America. to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 106. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Piderman Lopez. (laughs) You're an episode late for that, but uh, thank you. That's all right. That's all right. Piderman. (laughs) This, this, uh, the Platinum Piderman nickname was supposed to be for last episode, and then Mm. I missed it. Okay, well, I'm glad it's here. And that other voice you're hearing is David Transistor Tate. Oh, uh, is that because I will be playing Transistor uh, when it comes on, to Switch? Is that, is that on the Switch? Yeah. Okay. You know, right. finally, finally, finally. Yes, it's about time that I get my booty and gear and actually yeah. play that game. Indeed. And also joining us tonight, super guest friend, writer, designer, consultant, and podcaster, Nick Sutner. Hello. Uh, it's great being back with you guys. This is fun. Yeah. Welcome. Oh, hey, and we got video. Yeah, finally yeah, I video. came back. Nice. Good time. Right. It's the shakiest video of all time. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll get better. Sorry, guys. Behind the green, scenes it's stuff. green screen, too. Is this going to get crazy? Uh, oh, that, yeah. Is supposed to hang a green screen? No. Yeah. Nick, why, where's your green screen? There's Come a on, segment man. on the show that's coming up. There's going to be like a, a background change for David, and he's going to give no. us his best accents from around the world. Excellent. <laughs> this I actually, like it. This actually is a green screen, by the way. I just project my apartment on it. So it's... <laughs> I'm very wealthy. Yeah. Very sophisticated special effects on this show. Uh All right. So uh, the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, gentlemen, what are you playing at? Uh, Shall we let Nick go first? What do you think? I think we should. Sorry, I'm distracted by a very important question for David. Uh, Is is your shirt a brontosaurus made of pancakes? It sure is. It's a pancakes. (laughs) I need to acquire that shirt. It uh, it was given to us by uh, given to me by one of our listeners. Actually, it was a very generous gift. Oh man! Well, Nick has uh, he requires it so. Uh, I guess just get his uh, shipping info. I want, after yeah, I want the show. that shirt too. You You're want not, this not, shirt? Exactly. Okay. okay. <laughs> Should I wash it first? That's the important question. Uh, that is a good question. I'll, <laughs> I'll think about it. Oh man. Uh, so well, I'll, I'll, okay. Video off games. Off to a great start. Yeah. What are you? Um, what are you playing, Nick? I, well, I was playing. Uh, was I mean, not not very indie for me, but I was playing Spider Man like just now. <gasps> um, it's so no good. 
It is yeah. good. I uh, I guess because I tend to like you know you know me lean in, lean hard into the the indie stuff, and sure. I, I genuinely don't play a lot of AAA stuff these days. And I um, I sort of easily find fault with things. Maybe I'm like biased mm. at this point, or maybe I just my, <laughs> my tastes are different. Um, yeah, uh, but so yeah, I think I was I was being a little bit cynical going into it. Um, but I, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it, uh, and I'm super proud of my friend Brian Intahar, who I used to work with back in the press ten years ago, who is the creative director, um, and to see him like rise to uh, insomniac glory and put out this awesome game is is amazing. Yeah, that um, is awesome. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it is it is totally good. Uh, it, I think it you know it it took a while for me to really. Uh, I think you sort of have to unlock a basic move set um, to sort of have the the relatively full Spider-Man arsenal um, mm-hmm. and to sort of spend enough time with the controls to be able to, like, make it look uh, or make it feel as cool as it looks, I guess. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm at that point now. Um, and I think most even most of the open world stuff uh, I'm enjoying. Like, I think that's what puts me off a lot of modern open world games. They're just a map covered in like a million things to do. And mm-hmm. that conversely makes me want not want to do any of it. Um, I would rather. <laughs> Yeah, it's like daunting. No, yeah, I want no. I can. I want to go discover things, but here it's like most of the things that it's encouraging me to go do. I actually want to do. I think only the research stations I found to be a little boring, um, but everything else I've been doing mm. pretty much. I'm nice. with you on the research stations, by the way. Um, uh, I guess is that. Are you, am I cutting into your time? If I just uh, if no, no, I, go for it. Go, okay, cool. Yeah, you, yeah. You're playing anything else, Nick? Oh no, sorry. I thought you were going to elaborate on Spider-Man discussion, but I, I actually was because. Yeah, do it, do it. Really quickly, I've also been playing Spider-Man, finally. Uh, I've had the game since it came out, but I've been stuck playing Destiny 2 Forsaken up until this last week when I decided to take a little break from my... Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know, it's really good, okay? In my defense, none of you guys have played (laughs) it. You don't know. It's very good. (laughs) You haven't played uh, Forsaken, Mike. Yeah, Mike Mike. played it. Oh, we didn't play Forsaken. Spider-Man. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man is very good. Um, I would say, let's see, I don't know how far into the game I am, maybe a third. Um, lots of really interesting story stuff happening now. It took a little while for the story to get interesting for me. Um, mm-hmm. Did you get to the like time jump? There's like a one one week later moment. Oh, no, I haven't gotten to that yet. Okay, but sorry. I, that's just like how to identify. There's a major story moment no, that I don't want to yeah, say anything else cool. about. But yeah, I found the story really, really good uh, yeah, so far. It's cool. Um, there's characters in it that I wasn't expecting. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, and the the like the web swing slinging, like I, I'm so addicted to like swinging through New York City right now that uh, mm-hmm. and it's funny as I live in New York City, but I, I want to web sling through it now. And like riding the subway <laughs> to work in the morning just feels like. Passe. I want I want to sling into work now, but um, <laughs> yeah, but because of how much I like just traversing and like the act of like pressing R2 to like grab the next building or whatever, um, like I found myself doing a lot of side stuff just while I'm in the area. Like I'll just oh, I'll just swing around over here and do this thing and then I'll swing around over there and I'll just you know, what, let me just do everything in, on this map right now. And <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I'm a little bit not as far in the story as I probably should be right now. But um it just feels fun to play like it's just they nailed the feeling yeah. of it so 
I, yeah, yeah, I have a similar like distraction point where I I play most games like in character as much as I can oh, as nice. the character I'm playing as. So because I'm playing as Spider Man, uh, when any like crime alert pops up on my radar <laughs> or any little bad thing happening, like I have to stop what I'm doing yeah. and go deal with it because like Spider Man wouldn't ignore that. So yeah, same. Uh, I know sometimes sometimes I feel very. Uh, it's like I ran into this in Arkham City mm-hmm. where I would be like someone some poor schmo's getting mugged in an alley, and I'm like I got to get that Riddler trophy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Well, Batman, my, Batman's you like, know? Yeah, you know, he's not going to stop every so, crime. But yeah, I've definitely done that a bit because I too am playing Spider-Man. Oh, and, nice. uh, but yeah, there's uh, there's definitely times where I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, sorry, cops who are under heavy fire from the demons. Um, yeah, I got to I got to see if I can swing through some smog clouds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. So should yeah. we just call ourselves Spider-Man best friends video game sleepover? Ooh, because that's all like we're it. playing. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, we not, I, I'm, I'm playing other things now. Oh, right. Because you oh, planned yeah, it. True. So. Okay. Yeah, I did. All right. Yeah, you got that plat. Got, got that, that Hashtag got that plat. <laughs> Hashtag platted that. It's actually not. It's not a very hard one to get. Uh, I'd go for it. I did. Yeah, yeah I think you You'd should go too. Go for it again. I'd go for it. Again. <laughs> do you have to? Right. Do you have to like do do all the side missions basically? Like all uh, the anything there's an icon for? Do you have to do it? K- kind of. So okay. so there's certain there's certain icons depending how far in the game you are that have different scores that you can achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do not have to like the highest score on everything on the map or anything else like that. So, um, there, there's some, there's some fetch quests, but thankfully there's nothing that's just like not available. Like right on the map, it tells you exactly where to go to get it. There's, there's very right. little hunting you have to do, which is nice. Um, yeah, cool. uh, it, I don't, I don't think it's a very hard one to get at all. Yeah. I think, I think the only <clears> things <throat> I'll have to go back for is uh, a couple of the Fisk construction sites that where I didn't do the, the extra objectives. Like that 10 wave know? fighting. Yeah. Like thing. a bunch, a bunch of them I've done, um, where I, you know, I, I make sure to, to throw things down on three enemies or, you know, uh, punch five dudes off the building or whatever it is. But, um, but some of them, I'm just like, I'm just, you know what? I just got to kick some buns right now. That's what I got to do. Oh, do I don't have, have time to, do to be the, worried about all that. You have to do the special like f- three like web sling into dude things to get the plat. Uh, well, I would assume you'd have to get all of the. I mean, I, this is just my assumption, but you'd probably have to get you know three stars on all of those or whatever. Mike, no, nah, you don't. No? no, you don't. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. My oh my, me oh my. I stand corrected. <laughs> well, the uh, the other game I started this week to sh- to, to drag us away from Spider Man, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, is Unravel Two. Um, playing oh, co op yeah. uh, with my girlfriend, um, and I played through the first one myself when when it came out, and I really loved that game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you guys played it, but it's very yeah. like I found it very like meditative. I would play one level before bed every night for like a oh, week or two, um, nice. and it was a nice ritual. But the levels are like twenty minutes or something, and there's um, it's mostly just puzzle solving there's not much like twitchy stuff so it's just really chill and the game's really beautiful and sort of a touching story of mystery in this old house and so the <laughs> sequel is really built for co-op and it's just you playing with this other you know your yarny and another yarny and i realize mm-hmm. i'm talking this i think it came out during e3 so this is you know so like whatever five months late um, <laughs> yeah no worries, no worries. No worries. It, was, Good it was like yeah. off this weekend on on psn which is why i finally picked it up um 
and we just played the first like two levels just sort of the tutorial on the first real level uh and and similarly it, it does have a little more sort of um twitchy like enemies to dodge sometimes uh but so far the it feels like it was like a series always made for co-op and um is like great local local co-op which is always actually i don't even know if it has online co-op maybe but um but uh it feels great as a co-op game and it, it is just like crazy beautiful and i'm really enjoying that yeah that's awesome yeah yeah i really like yeah the first I, I really yeah me too i was gonna say i really enjoyed that first game um and i was i don't know i for whatever reason the i i think it's because right now i'm so swamped i have such an incredibly huge backlog i was like ah, i think i'll skip that one but dang it nick you got me <laughs> i think if you got someone to play with then it's then it's worth playing yeah uh, i don't actually yeah. know how you do play it solo uh for this one um, maybe there's an ai companion maybe there's a there's a move you can do uh if you hit like triangle where one character can like interweave with the other character and just sort of grab onto them and then uh, then player like like if it's a difficult platforming section she just like integrates with me and then i do mm-hmm. it and then she hops off so maybe oh, okay. you do that like with an ai switching back and forth i don't know hmm. no that's cool but, yeah all right so um david yeah. are you playing anything else aside from the spider-man no, just spider-man I, i'm a one right. game at a time kind of guy right now um <laughs> i will say i bought an xbox one x because i have this 4K wait 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 hold on half. solid gold goof solid gold goof what's going on your monogamous mm. <laughs> yes. that's really good oh, that's so why they pay me the big bucks <laughs> yeah yeah all so right. glad Go that you it. did that yeah it's great <laughs> um so I got an Xbox One X, and the next game I'm planning on playing oh. through is uh, The Witcher 3, finally. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, this is nice. You just couldn't play through it because you didn't have the right console. That's right, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I actually follow through with it, but that's the plan. So anyway, I, I'm not, I haven't started it yet, but that's what I'm oh, playing man, next. Oh, man, David, I think I'm so glad I interrupted you for that joke, though, because Know It Man also said David is monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> he said it right in the chat. He said it right in the chat. You, you, he probably beat you to it. We just didn't didn't catch it in time. So. No, he he said that I beat him to it. So I feel oh. I feel very good about this. I think we should just make this the Adam tells really awesome puns show, <laughs> and we'll just kind of scrap the rest of the format and just go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think I understood oh, what you just said. Yeah, Adam is uh, Adam is doing his customary. Uh, fortnightly ritual of having his internet crap out on us like halfway through the show so that's it's part, it's part of the gag that's it's really it's really fun trying to under like you guys listening at home you can't even tell that he's well, just cutting you out can, like now crazy. that we pointed out because we stream it and so we make sure to mention it every time now mm-hmm. yeah um i think he might be totally gone so we'll just push through <laughs> um i'm actually playing uh thank you uh very much by the way to super guest friend ashley uh, oh. who's been on the show many times. She actually sent me a, uh, a copy of, uh, Dragon Quest 11. Um, Whoa. Cause she's been super into this game and really wanted us to play it too. Um, yeah. and it's so different than anything I've played in a really long time. Like it is like a crazy old school JRPG. Like it feels like a game out of time. Almost. Mm-hmm. Have you guys, either you guys played this game? No, I I'm interested in it, but also I know that I'll never ever play it. <laughs> You'll never play it. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I was, I was curious to see if over like the, the weeks of being somewhat interested, my, my interest would overcome that, uh, that likeliness of me never playing it. Um, <laughs> 
and I watched, I don't know if you watched uh, Tim Rogers, like 35 minutes, like sort of review on Kotaku video about it. Um, no, but, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that sounds really, amazing. It's really good. And that's actually really what made me uh, close to <laughs> as close as I came to getting it was after watching that video. And uh-huh. actually for some of the same reason that I was just talking about Unravel, where he describes it as just like this, this like chill out game where you're just like oh. chill out and playing and grinding through and like just this mm-hmm. like enjoyable ritual for him. Um, and he's like a huge fan of the series, but um, but yeah, so I don't know. The vibe of it sounded nice, and the last I tried to play, the only one I've ever tried to play was Dragon Quest Eight. Um, and yeah, got, that was the last one I played too. Okay, yeah. How how does this feel like building on memories of playing it? It feels a lot like eight, okay. um, but like I'll say better. <laughs> like it's more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of per usual. I, I don't think it takes itself too seriously. So it's like a a little over dramatized in places, but overall mm. it's mostly just fun and lighthearted. Like if you're looking for a cool, uh, like JRPG to get into, but nothing that's like too serious. Um, it, it's a cool game. I, I think it's, I think it's really fun and, it, and I get what people like about it. Um, I, do you think you're going to stick with I, it? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of the same, but I was kind of going in between like whether I want to pick it up or not. Um, and then someone else got it for me. So yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? So you don't have to make it. that decision anymore. It's perfect. So I'm, I'm like 25 hours into it. And I think it's, I think it's roughly about like a 50 to 60 hour game. I mm. do. So I did see a few headway. people though saying that, uh, that when you get to like the initial ending, I guess maybe the first credits roll or something, that's sort of when the whole end game starts and the rest of the story. And that's really important to play. So uh, that just, that's something I know about the game as well. So when you, when you get to that point, keep, keep going, I guess. And there might be another 10 or 20 hours after that. Oh my goodness. All right. Yeah. Ooh, Adam's flirting with a return here. Yeah, he is. He's teasing us. Oh, is he Uh, back? I'm back. Perfect timing. Oh, wait, there we go. All right. Nice. There we go. There we okay. go. Plenty of internet over here, guys. Oh, yeah. Don't definitely, you worry. Definitely no problems with your <laughs> internet. He says as his video hitches while he's saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Good old Spectrum, guys. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Spectrum. <laughs> so, Adam, while you were yeah. gone, all the yes. best stuff already happened. So why don't you just go ahead and take us into the news? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I would I would like to talk about what I've been playing. Oh, you jerks. Well, oh, well, I'd love, ca- I'd love I to hear it, but call, you already, so we, yeah, you left. We, thought we, were we already, we already talked about what you've been playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we covered it. We covered it. So anyway, yeah, I've been, of course, playing Spider-Man and then uh, also playing a fair bit of Hollow Knight ah. on the Switch. Oh, Hollow Knight's oh, nice. great. Which is glorious. I love it. It's, it's very, very fun. Um, I'm not terribly far into it, but I've just been kind of exploring around, you know, it doesn't, that game really does not hold your hand at no. the beginning. It's, in fact, it's, like, I would yeah. say it's, it's kind of hard to tell how far into the game you are. Yeah. <laughs> so playing some Hollow Knight, that's a lot of, a uh, lot of good times there. I love the art style uh, the combat's really fun. Exploration's great. Um, yeah, it's just a beautiful, beautiful game to look at. Um, then also playing Enter the Gungeon on the Switch. Oh, nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah, so uh, my my son and I co-oping that guy, mm-hmm. um, which it's sometimes frustrating because he wants to be like in with co-op in that game. It doesn't allow you to choose at least where we are in the game. Doesn't allow you to choose two super awesome characters. It's like one person can pick an awesome character and one can be like this wizard guy who has like a pea shooter gun. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so with that in mind, um, sometimes. I'm, I'm of course going to be the pea shooter guy and 
uh, when we're fighting a boss and my son is just only worried about saving his own life and not worried about attacking the, the boss. And so <laughs> I'm sitting there wailing on the boss with my pea shooter, but it's, it, it would go so much more easily if I just had the, the, the good gun. Yeah, yeah. I digress. Are you playing regular Gungeon or are you playing Advanced Gungeons and Dragons, which is like the best Ooh. expansion name ever? <laughs> that is a good, yes, a good it name. Is, it is a fantastic name for an expansion. Um, so we've just been playing Standard okay. uh, to begin with and then we were we we're going to delve into the dragons gotcha. uh, yeah but that, that is a fantastic game but spider-man really is eating up most of my time um i oh, just darn. yeah i know what, oh, are, what are you gonna do what are you, my wife my wife was just like um oh, i saw her instagram she, post everyone yeah. in the family is playing spider-man right now except for her i guess yes yeah so she's like never in our lives has one game so uh taken over our house um so like i'll be at work all day and my son will be playing it um because they're homeschooled so like whenever he's done with his schoolwork he's playing it and then i got home last night and my daughter wanted to play so she played the beginning of the game and just like swung around the city and then uh as soon as it was bedtime for her then i hopped on my profile and was playing so she was just like i i don't know if i can i don't know if i can do it (laughs) (laughs) too much spider-man yeah so anyway the uh but i did want to mention i'm kind of addicted to swinging beautifully in that game oh like, clean swings like yeah like stylish uh swinging <laughs> stylish traversal so i take pride i take pride in uh in like not being a messy do you gross like, do you like pause like, and reload your save if you get a bad swing <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> wow that's hardcore. you know you can't <laughs> hardcore parkour. You can't that. that's how you do the perfect spider-man run did you unlock the like fancy sort of like skateboarding moves in the air which is a real question Oh, I I have not unlocked that yet because I've been worried about practical skills okay, so okay. far. But, because that, well, it, but it yeah. does give you XP when you like do these flips in the mm-hmm. air. So it, it then feeds back yeah, into practical I'm skills. Sh- yeah. But it's another like fanciful thing to manage in the air. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure I'll do it. it I mean, it's probably just, the next I was thing actually, that I'll up, upgrade yeah, would, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was at work earlier and I was like, I, I got to unlock those uh, tricks <laughs> so I can make my swinging even more beautiful. <laughs> The swing is a beautiful be, game. Even more beautiful to behold. I like the things you think about while you're at work. <laughs> it's certainly not doing my job. No, of course. I mean, that's that would be ridiculous. <laughs> All right, but anyway, yeah, that's that's plenty of uh, what are we playing? Yes. Uh, why don't we jump into the news? It's beautiful. Let's do that. Please, Nick. I don't know that that is that's that, new. Uh, that's new. That, that, that no, segment that intro has it, from 106 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we if we had uh, butt rock news last time, but now we do. So <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, hopping over to <laughs> spfegs dot uh, reddit dot com. Yes. I think you can get to it that way. Um, yeah. We have, uh, I'm going to bring you the top five news stories of this fortnight. Nice. Which, you know, they're, they're as voted by related. you. Oh, yes. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they were last Actually, week. Actually, I'm skipping, no, I'm skipping the Fortnite uh, cross-platform story. Yes. I, I rebuke it. So, oh. um, <laughs> top, top of the list here, uh, leaked Harry Potter video game footage looks truly magical man that submitted looks really by, cool it does look yeah cool. submitted by our pal ultimate kills uh, man i watched that and and instantly uh like the next day actually um i was telling mike because it had been removed from youtube or whatever uh-huh. and 
it. And he was like, oh, no, there's a mirror link. And so I went and I downloaded it so they can't take it away from me. <laughs> and uh, and so then I and now I have it on my phone and anyone who will watch it with me, I show it to them. I, went, I, showed, I showed the kids and they were like, oh, my gosh. And then I've showed my wife and she was like, in my my wife, for those of you who don't know, she's not really a gamer. She's really good at like Super Mario Brothers or, or a Super Nintendo era uh-huh. um, games. Uh, that was her heyday, but really she kind of moved on after that. But yeah, this game, I, I showed her the Harry Potter video and she was like, so what game do I need to be playing now so I'll be good <laughs> at it when this comes out? <laughs> I was like, yes. Wait, what was your, what was your answer? Oh, yeah, I, that's a good question. I honestly did not have a good answer mm. for her. Um, so I actually, maybe you guys can help me with that. Well, that's a good I, or maybe the audience. I sadly Fable? didn't see the footage, actually. I tried to load it. I, I actually didn't even mm. know about that story until uh, a couple nights ago. I was hanging out with another industry friend, and they brought it up. And I was like, oh, I totally missed this last week or whenever it was. So I just tried to load the video yeah. like an hour ago to check it out. And, uh, and, and yeah, the, the mirror was pulled down or whatever in the Kotaku article. And I didn't dig too deep. So I was like, I'll watch it eventually. Mm. But even just conceptually, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about it. So I've... Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I, I mean, I guess I'm a decently big Harry Potter fan. I mean, I read all the books, all the movies, which is like, yeah, I inputted more hours and pages of Harry Potter than like most other things in my life. So, <laughs> yeah, I actually yes. just finished reading all of the Harry Potter books for the first time, like a month ago. So, like, I'm like super hyped on Harry Potter right now. And then this story comes <laughs> out. I'm like, yes, I want to play this game. And for me, the game yeah, that it looks the it looks most good. like is like the Fable series, maybe. It's kind of got that Britishness to it that Fable had and a lot of like mm, magic yeah. powers going around. Although it seems like the magic is a little more uh, directly combat, like you control stuff more than in Fable. Like in Fable, you just kind of mash Y, B and A or whatever, and it like does a power and then you go back to swinging your sword around. Um, so, uh, instead of a sword, now you've got a wand and that's kind of like what it looked like to me anyway. So, yeah. So whoever it was that, that leaked that video is a hero in my eyes. <laughs> and also probably <laughs> their job is very much at risk and maybe try not to do that anymore. <laughs> They're an, well, wasn't an unemployed it? hero. Oh, I, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think it was just some, wasn't it some guy who was just pulled into a focus group? Yeah, or something it was a focus like that, group Mike? Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so okay, then maybe his so, like his job's oh, not Scott on the free. Yeah, Scott so free. So he sacrificed his like his he sacrificed his like hundred dollar Amex gift card to make the whole, <laughs> to make the whole happy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next story here. Spider Man has one of the highest platinum trophy completion rates for a major PS4 game. Yeah. Again, submitted by Ultimate Kills. I I think that's really cool, and I and that's what I've been hearing actually from like Mike, other folks who have pl- uh, platinumed it, is that it is a very attainable platinum. Yeah, Gabe, who was on the last episode, he also platinumed the game, so everyone's platinum. And I can that game. see, yeah, and I can see why you know people are going for it. It it definitely every I don't know what it is. There's I I get obsessive every time they unlock some new collectible around the city. I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing all of these right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I so, did that with the black cat ones, and uh, I yeah, love the suit I did that it, it unlocked. Oh, so cool. Oh yeah, it's awesome. I did it with the landmarks. I did it with the. Um, I did it with everything except for the yeah, the, all the backpacks, all of the thug crimes. So yeah, it's, I, I, I'm getting very obsessive with I this like one. I like hearing more Spider-Man discussion, but I'm 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 not sure that's news. I'm just gonna throw that oh, out there. Oh, <laughs> keeping us on point. That's just that's just like a, a fact based on how they made the game. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. The show is secretly sponsored I mean, I, by Spider-Man for PS4. Yeah. <laughs> 
I realize this was probably pulled from other sources, masquerading it as news, but I'm just going to dig all the way down and say that that's, that's not news. That's just like Spider-Man. Stop the presses. That platinum's easy to get. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the presses. Spider-Man's fun. Ooh. Hot uh, tip. <laughs> that's my op-ed on Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Please so, go on with the conversation. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> So game developers are preparing for PSN name changes. This comes from yeah. Kotaku. Now that's by news. way of Mr. Know It Man. Yeah, this is news right here. Yeah, this is these are the hot scoops. So Know It Man's bringing. Not only was I mean, so that was the leak that came out, but now it's actually officially announced by Sony. I think as of this morning or no, was it this morning or yesterday? Yeah, I, don't I think it was. It, it was like a week. I think it was yesterday. Okay, was it? I think it was. I think you're probably My, right. But yeah, anyway, very, very exciting stuff. I know people, uh, <laughs> actually some very vocal podcasters have uh, been <laughs> harping on this one for a few years at this point. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's a good thing. Uh, and there are a lot of people out there with very shameful PSN names <laughs> who've been wanting to change them for a very long, a very long time. Actually, if you look at the tweet from the PlayStation account, just below that, uh-huh. um, there's like this, it's almost like. It was almost like it was planned, but it was like a million people say that say no more, and then their really bad name, <laughs> no more, nice. and like it just goes on for pages and pages. It's good times. I'm happy with Barry White. I feel like I scored. Yeah, I feel like I was I was a responsible <laughs> PSN name selector. Yeah. I'm thinking about you know? changing my name. I think we got some some uh, some tweets about this topic, uh, but to talk about. But I I'm I'm ready to not just let everyone know my full name in my PSN, like you're my talking name, about David oh, your real name at this point. Yeah. My real name yeah. is, yeah. is the PSN name. And it's, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, you don't need to know <laughs> my middle initial. Like, you the know, the thing <laughs> is David really values his privacy, which is why he live streams a podcast every two yeah. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. No, I, I like Nick's approach though. I think, I think you change your real name and you keep the PSN name the same. Oh, I, I, I agree. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'll do. <laughs> That's a it's lot been, easier. I mean, the government announced it's already name changes there. like ages ago. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's been a thing my whole life, pretty much. <laughs> Actually, so. when I, I will say when I uh, when I got my U.S. citizenship, which wasn't until fall of 2016, I had been on a green card for 26 years. Uh, wow. Oh, I'll wow. keep my origins mysterious if you don't know where they are. But um, <laughs> uh, when I when I got that, I had the option to change my name as part of that. And I did think long and hard about that. I also don't have a middle name, so I could have like added a middle name. I, oh. I opted to keep it the same, but it was a interesting uh, existential question to have like open for a week or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting. Uh, that's yeah. good to know if I yeah. ever... I mean, did you have did you have any like front runner last names that you might select? I mean, middle names, right? Uh, I do. I do have a last name. Yeah, um, he's got a yeah. last. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh no, I realize you have that. But I mean, I was just thinking a if you might have kicked kicked around like yeah, like Nick Muscle Guns yeah, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the classic the classic comedy remix is Dick Butner. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I could just change it to Dick Butner as like a prank on my family and everyone who cares about me. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you're like, no, 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 please. Please call me no. Dick. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. This why? Why why didn't you oh, why good. didn't you I do know, it though? Seize the day. <laughs> Seize the day. All right. Um, we got to skip a couple here. Uh, moving down to we're just skipping them because we already talked about them, folks. Don't worry, we're not or they weren't good. Who knows? No, they, oh, they yeah. were great. Now we're skipping the ones that were already talked yeah. about last time. Um so uh Red Dead Redemption 2 
Uh, the story here, yes. word on the street, rumor, mm-hmm. well, rumor yep. had it, that Red Dead Redemption 2 was a 105 gigabyte install. Right. Which seemed very insane. It was I was going to have to da- delete basically all of the games on my launch day PS4 to get this on there. Um, <laughs> however, a new story has just broken uh, eight hours ago. Mm-hmm. By Mr. Ultimate Kills once again. He's gone. (laughs) Breaking quote news. Red Dead Redemption 2, actually 50 gigs Ah. plus a three gig patch. So there you go. No need for panic. What's what's the what's what's the chance that uh, that Rockstar puts out a false flag story? Games way too big. Won't even fit on PlayStation. And (laughs) now here it is, two weeks before it comes out. Don't worry, guys. It'll fit on your PlayStation. It's like, man, these guys are the best I mean, in the business. Come on, you. Looking at those two, like that story and then the update, though, I, I mean, I think the actual answer to me is, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but uh, from from my PlayStation days and just remembering how it works, I believe you have to have twice as much space free as a given download available on your hard drive to be able to download it. So if you want to download something that's 50 gigs, you need 100 gigs free. So I'm guessing that that is is like you need 108 or whatever free gigs, but the actual install is only... Well, the install off the disk doesn't need that space, I don't think, but a download would because it needs to like cache itself or some nonsense. So um, (laughs) I'm guessing that's what this is, but I'm not sure. And very interesting. Yeah. See, this is why this is why you bring Nick Sutner on your podcast. Mm. He knows the for, stuff. For, the for ins and possibly outs. incorrect PlayStation minutia. <laughs> oh man! Actually, I think I think we'll go ahead and wrap up the news there because we went a little long on what we were playing. Yes. Um, so, Mike, yeah. if you would, please take it away. Mike struggles to read the tweets. <laughs> Excuse me. And it's mostly because I'm dying. That's where right. the struggle yeah. is at. It's the struggle to stay alive, really. It's okay. I'm dying yeah. too, Mike. <laughs> okay. So our first question came okay. in from Joseph Grimm. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to like this one. It's real good. Mm. Joseph Grimm wrote in and said, thinking of getting an SBF VGS logo as a tattoo oh. or joining the upper tier uh, of Patreon to be a guest on the show. Oh my goodness. Yes. Those are Wondering both your thoughts. gigantic commitments. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering your thoughts and the communities. Also, if I do get the tat, does that mean certain doom for the show? Like Ooh. getting a name tatted and then breaking up. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. I, I think that's true of <sighs> one of us got the tattoo. Right. Right. Because you, yeah, I, I think. SPF EGS for life. And then the show was canceled the next <laughs> fortnight. Yep. I mean, as a relatively objective friend of the show, I'm going to throw out there, tattoo, terrible idea. Just cut it off there. Backing the guest here, pretty great. I got to say, being a guest is a good time. That's true. Win-win for us. Uh, But I think for me, I think it kind of depends on how many tattoos he has already. Like if he's got like sure. a million of them, then what's one more? It's gonna, you know? Yeah, he's going to hide it. But yeah, that's but true. If it's if that's the only tattoo, I oh, that man. makes me less what, comfortable. What if uh, <laughs> that, like me, he is uh, a Jewish gentleman who does mm. not have any tattoos. And by getting your logo, he can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Oh, is that <laughs> true? That is real. Oh, I did not know that. Very interesting. Or, and hey, when he goes to Nick, Japan Nick. and wants to go to like uh, the hot springs there, uh, he, he isn't allowed in because people think he might be a Yakuza member. So there's that's true. Oh, oh, man, that's, that's very real. I mean, you got to go because to the, of your the tattoos. Hot it's true. Okay. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, Nick, first, first things first, your body's a temple. Uh-huh. Don't tattoo it up. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I do did. That. I'm, I was very proud of this, this tweet, actually, from many years ago where I said, <laughs> my body is a Nicolas Cage. Ooh. <laughs> Works on a couple levels. It, re- it really does. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so I think the important takeaway here is he's, he's probably going to get the tattoo. It's a great idea. Uh, it's a great idea. Where exactly on his body <laughs> should he get this tattoo? Should, should he get it? I'm just saying. Uh, whew. I, I'm thinking lower back, just above the belt line. <laughs> Tramp stamp, SPF, BGS style? I like it. Yes. With like a butterfly around so, it. You could put yeah. butterfly wings okay. on it. I mean. I just, I feel like I have to side with Nick a little bit on this. Like, don't don't get a tattoo of, of our podcast. However, my ego dictates that I encourage you to do it. So <laughs> What if he does I like say, the knuckles thing it. and he gets like Ooh, the SPF, like the BG, but then he's oh, got actually yeah. like super it on tough. one hand if you do the thumb knuckle, right? Yeah. F-E-F-E-G. Yeah. Yes. Oh wait, no, you need an S. Uh, I don't know. No, you would need Oh, you put the S on on top of your there hand. There you go. <laughs> so you you, you can't get a job anywhere. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is ridiculous. Um, if you get cold feet, just take all the money you would you would spend on the tattoo and spend it on the Patreon. Um, <laughs> this is sad. This is terrible. Uh, terrible advice. I thought, I thought that the uh, I, when first first you said it, I thought that the price of entry into the top tier was you have to get a tattoo. <laughs> well, here's 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 what I will say. Oh man, if you do we get should a make tattoo that the show, the that would probably I don't that, know. Right? I won't guarantee it gets you on the show, but uh, holy smokes, it might. No, I well, I, I say either one of these gets you on the show. Seriously, <laughs> either one. You need the money tier, the money like tiers, and then the tattoo tiers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> When is Patreon going to add that feature? I know. Come on, guys, at Patreon. How long have we been asking for a tattoo tier? Ashley wrote in, and she said, since Halloween is fast approaching, is there a go-to game you enjoy during this month and why? And also, it would be super rad if you guys record a podcast around Halloween and dress up for the live stream. Oh, man. I think this best. is a splendid, a splendid a idea. Fantastic idea. And because our next episode actually does go up uh, two days before Halloween. Oh my goodness! I don't have it's, a costume. I don't know, have costume. To make something. I saw on Instagram today I, one of the ads that was like promoted to me was like you can buy a fully like printed out Spider-Man costume. <laughs> I don't know how much they oh. are. <laughs> I tried to find a price, but it was Wait, tempting. What I would dress up like Spider-Man. Out, man. Like, well, like, like all the webbing and all the stuff, like it's, it somehow it's 3d printed and I guess oh. it has something oh. to do with the way the webs work. I don't know exactly how that works. Wow. But wow. It looks, you think it's the, sticky. the video looked super legit. I don't know anything about this company at all, but I, it seems like too big of a commitment. I don't think I can, <laughs> I don't think I can commit to <laughs> being Spider-Man on the next podcast, but it, it sounds fun. <laughs> I just have no idea what I would do. So do they do they make a Spider-Man costume for the maybe more rotund gentlemen? I'm sure they <laughs> can make it for all shapes and sizes, Mike. I've got a lot of girth, uh, but I you know, love we, we could all we could all be shirtless Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, good old Greg Miller, right? Webs, webs and skins. <laughs> I love playing football by those uh, rules. Also, when you when you read this question, I was going to joke that like, oh, the, the the game you play this month is Spider-Man just because that's what we're all playing. Oh, but then we ended up talking about Spider-Man anyways I, and didn't actually answer the question. We have a slight obsession. We're yes. pretty obsessed right what's, now. I mean, what's a good scary game? 
what is a good oh, scary game? So I usually try to play something scary during the month of October, mm-hmm. but I just I don't. Ha- I mean, I guess I guess I could play. I mean, it. This is a. I mean, it's always a good time to play some until dawn. Mm-hmm. That's in true. October. Oh, it's until dawn's a good one. I I will say up until. <clears throat> I would say up until like maybe this console generation, I kind of tended to pull out the Left 4 Dead games, um, which were like kind of spooky and co-op and, uh, you know, fun. It, they, they were fun, but like it doesn't run on PS4 or Xbox One. Well, I guess it probably does run on Xbox One now, but um, I don't know. I need I need to revise that. I don't have a game that I go to right now, but like I do try to uh, play at least one spooky game every October. Last last October, I played Inside, which was like just spooky oh, enough yeah. for me. That was that's on my list right here. I was going <laughs> to yeah. bring up, so I'm glad you oh, did. Nice, um, very good game. I liked it a lot. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know this. Dead Dead Space is a game I played around Halloween one year. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, we had a. I know last year you were doing a bunch of uh, spooky streams. Yeah, I streamed uh, Layers of Fear, which was a nice spooky game. Um, Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I may I may play some Dying Light. Oh, around there Halloween. you go. Because I I still have not oh, uh, yeah. not jumped into that one. Is that one of those one. ones that is still it's, shrink wrapped? <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. It's uh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Because I lent I lent it to Mike. Yeah, I, I played it a couple of years ago. <laughs> yes. Another. I bought it and, and I loaned him out. Another one know. that I thought of that is maybe due for a revisit, uh, not because of its sort of pure scare factor, but more because of the costume element as well. And creepiness is Bioshock. Because oh, um, I yeah. haven't played the original in a while. And it's a pretty creepy game. Uh, and, a, and I think the, yeah. the, the PS4 remake is, is pretty good as far as I know. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, could be a good one. That's a really like good that. one. That's I didn't that that one already, too. Yeah. Hmm. I bought the remake. I didn't play it. Yeah, I think if we were yeah. if we were all slightly more hardcore, we'd be saying like Fatal Frame or like some you know oh, sort yeah. of cult or yeah, <laughs> oh, things yeah. That are a little more difficult. Yeah, to my, play these days. What are those really scary? Yeah, games? my my buddy, um, yeah, my buddy John on a little late game review has been uh, streaming Silent Hill Two. Oh, so yeah, that's the game oh, you were too scared to play. Yeah, you should uh, you should go watch his oh, stream. I will go They're watch really his good. stream. He had he had a couple of uh, pretty funny screaming moments. <laughs> you should oh, go over actually, while he's streaming it one time, Adam. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw out there. Uh, I guess the, you know there's of course like Dark Souls, Bloodborne, whatever. But yeah. mm-hmm. uh, also Alien Isolation. Uh, oh. For my money, I don't I don't do scary games, but from my experience, that was like maybe the scariest game I've ever played. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah it was really scary. I want to play that game. Still. It's really good too. I think for me, there's something uh, there's something really inherently scary about the fact that they like programmed this game and like built an AI to hunt and kill you. Like even if you strip yeah. out all the the gamey element and the alien IP and everything like on a very fundamental level. It's like still creepy to me, especially again, because I mentioned like I, I play in character. So I'm like running from this malevolent thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's a scary game. Yeah. Uh, Hello Neighbor is very creepy for that exact same reason. That's yeah, true. Totally. <laughs> um, uh, good old Know It Man in the chat says, uh, the thought of playing Superman 64 is pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> so I say go for it. No, man. If you want a good <laughs> contrast to Spider-Man especially, you can see how oh, man. games have evolved. <laughs> how far we've come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, we have man. a game from NTFTT Pod. Okay. All right. Who's been, who's been remaking the game for us. Yeah. Uh, like every, yeah. every, every show, we like have this, a new version. It's pretty great. A new version. So this an one's, innovator. Yeah, an this innovator. one's called, it's, it, for, for Nick, this is a, a take on a Mary Hug Kill. 
this is remake, rerun, or retire. And our three choices are Oculus Incarnations. I don't know what that is. Like games ported to Oculus, I'm guessing. Oh, okay. Or like various uh, headsets. Yeah, oh. yeah. I, that's that was my take oh. on it. Incarnations okay. it was like just flowers. The, <coughs> I was thinking more <laughs> no. flowers. I don't think yeah, that's an what... Oculus Rift lying in a bed of carnations. Yeah, like yes. I'm sure that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> probably what they yeah. meant. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation Classic. Okay. And uh, gaming magazines. Gosh, this is a weird bunch of things. It, it, it really is. I don't know what to do with any of these, but here's what I will say. Uh, I almost, it's not even out yet. I almost want to remake the PlayStation Classic if only just to make these controllers wireless. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. want, I just want some wireless controllers. That is a good one. Um, and and DualShocks also. Yeah. Oh, please, yeah, DualShocks. Get some analog sticks on there would be nice. Yeah. yeah. The, P- the PS1 had analog sticks by the end of it. Like, we should get that version of the mm-hmm. controller. Just saying. Yep. That's true. That's true. Um. Anyway. All right. I'm 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 trying to think here. I, Which one is the best one? I guess remake? What is it? Re- rerun, uh, retire, and Remake, what else? rerun, and, or retire. So I guess is remake is so marry, rerun is hug, and retire is kill. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, rerun I guess is... So. Is there like a game magazine you'd want to see come back that's not around anymore? Yes. Oh yeah, game them. player. <laughs> game player. <laughs> you guys. I also really game player liked, was awesome. Um, oh, what was the other one? Like the really smart one. Next generation. Next generation. That was my favorite one. I loved <laughs> that. That's the tip. I got it. There. Yeah. No, I I love that you knew loved... that. That is amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was loved, the best. Yeah. Yeah, I loved game player back in the day because it was just so delightfully insane. Yeah, they were um, so insane. You don't remember that one? It was, no. uh, oh gosh, I can't was remember. Was it a Sony uh, one? I think it was like Bill Donahue was one of the editors. Um, Phil Donahue? Bill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Phil so Donahue. I'm thinking about very different actors. <laughs> Geraldo yeah. was another editor. It was- um, but yeah, I used to I used to go sit in the aisle of the Kroger. No. And while, while, my, while my mom did her grocery shopping, I would sit there and read that game player. It was so good. And it the the uh, reader letters the reader mail was so insane and all the responses <laughs> were completely nuts so it was a good time and they had they had good reviews and stuff too <laughs> sounds like that wasn't the point of that magazine that wasn't that wasn't <clears throat> yeah but i'd say yeah i guess remake remake gaming magazines remake mm-hmm. gaming magazines i'm nostalgic for those for sure um even though i guess there's still uh, i guess uh, game informer game still Informer's exists like right? one of the last ones i think yeah i think so. egm might exist oh. in some form okay yeah i think you're yeah. right i think um and then i'm gonna say rerun playstation classic because that's pretty much what it is <laughs> <laughs> and i guess retire, i gotta i guess oculus. i have to retire the oculus i'm sorry Dude. yeah but it's bad i mean it's bad time for that because I, I i do genuinely think oculus quest is like a potentially really cool thing is that the that one is, that's okay. by itself and it's like yeah. whole room yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. sounds great Ooh, yeah, yeah that it's does the first cool. like i think meaningful entry and potentially making like you know real good quality uh vr like mainstream uh, yeah, anything's okay. gonna do it. This is like the next step towards it. So I think, it, uh, you know, if anything, like the best days are clearly, you know, coming they're soon. Ahead. Think, uh, they're they are ahead. ahead. So yeah. I retire yeah. seems a little a little early now. But. Well, I'm just retiring the previous Oculus yeah, incarnation. That's fair. There yes. we go. So, yeah. so to make okay. for, the, for the new one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That works. <laughs> okay, we got uh, two questions from Josh Bailey. You know, the first one, obviously, 
you can't have Nick on the podcast and not ask a shout the Colossus question. Uh, but it's a weird one. So uh, <laughs> oh, I love it, butts. though. I love it. Uh, how would the Iron Giant fare against the Colossi in Shout of the Colossus? I, I say, OK, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2 starring the Iron Giant and and one of the Colossi. It's like the Ready Player One PlayStation All-Stars crossover. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I'm going to say this is going to be the most boring battle of all time because you have uh, one thing that doesn't want to be a weapon versus ooh. other things that like don't want to be disturbed. So this is just not, not going to happen. This is like a it turns they just leave each other completely alone. peaceful. <laughs> yeah, Iron Giant like flies off into space and it's done. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the Iron Giant might try to befriend them, but then find out that they don't want to be befriended and then leave them alone after yeah. that. Yeah, they I mean, want to be I, assuming assuming they did find themselves in a conflict, though, <laughs> I I think that Iron Giant when he gets into crazy battle mode, yeah, I feel oh. like he's gonna take he's gonna take a Colossus I, down. I do have like a three foot by two and a half foot poster of the Iron Giant, like right here above my computer. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Um, did someone know I was an Iron Giant fan? Is that I think or Josh? That... Yeah, I think Josh knew. Oh, interesting. Maybe. Okay, yeah. I also have the actually in my in my closet, which would take me longer to get, but um, I have the very unnecessarily expensive, well, unnecessary that I, that I <laughs> spent the expense uh, on the Mondo uh, action figure Iron Giant that's oh, also like nice. two feet tall, uh, hyper-detailed, oh, and has like light-up eyes and replaceable like Oh, that's lens. amazing. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's like definitely the most decadent like toy purchase I've ever made. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it lives Decadence. in a box in the closet because I live in a small one-bedroom apartment uh, and there's like nowhere nice to display it. Um, so it's for, <laughs> it's for a future abode. Yeah. <laughs> That's now, amazing. Here's here's the real question. If a piece breaks off of that model, does it roll back to the original model by itself? That's why it's so expensive, That's... yeah. <laughs> It's yes. just a crazy magnet and it's like demagnetized <laughs> everything in my house, so it just pulls everything back towards it. Oh man. Oh, Josh That's is actually good. watching in the stream and he knows from your blogcast days about uh, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. nice. Thanks, Josh. So yeah, this very is good. I still think uh, none of the other guys in the blogcast like ever watched it, which is very upsetting. Oh man, <laughs> like ever? Uh, most of them haven't. Yeah, I'm actually tomorrow night. I'm going to have dinner with Sid Schumann from the podcast, so maybe I'll bring it up again. Or I'll just slide <laughs> yeah, across the just, table over dinner. Just shame him. Here's shame him a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I have our our last Twitter question, oh, yeah. and probably the most important question of the night. Okay. Yes. With the P- upcoming uh, uh, PSN changes, yeah. uh, Josh wants to know, what should David's uh, new PSN name be? Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, someone, that is such a good question. I do want to say... I'm going to say this is legally binding, whatever we decide you have to do this. Well, jo- Josh yeah. was hanging out in our Discord the other day, and uh, he suggested a really good one, but it's not available. But if it was available, it would have been Tater's Gonna Tate, because my last name is Tate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's not bad. So here's, here's what I was thinking, David. Um, I'll say a word. Nick says a word. Mike oh, says gosh. a word, and you get to choose the final word, and that's your oh, new name. Oh my gosh! Legally binding. <laughs> this is this could be awful. If you guys are in a sabotaging mood, I'm so glad I'm going last. And again, this is for your real name, not your PSN. Oh name. right, this Just is for my real uh, name, my, my legal yeah. name. No, <laughs> this is your legal name change. All right, all right. So first word, slippery. Slippery. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. All right, Nick. Oh, I'm well. My, I promise I'd chosen my word already, and it's banana. 
Sorry. <laughs> Destiny. Oh, goodness. Oh, so we have gosh. Slippery Banana. I have to finish this thing off. Well, mm-hmm. I, get, yes. I get one, too, though, I think, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. David gets the final I word. I get the last word. Slippery Banana. Okay. Uh, 420 Blaze at 6969. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you're going to do, David, other than throw some X's on the end of each side of that. X, X, O, O. Oh man! See, these are specifically the kinds of names that people are hoping to change away from. So I think that is definitely a. Well, I mean, that one's taken right now, but it's going to get freed up in like a week. That's <laughs> all I'm saying, right? Think how many of these great names are going to be available for the taking in just oh, a few man. months. It's going to be Slippery so good. Banana, it's a, a free for all. Sixty-nine four twenty blaze it x x o o is my new name apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we're proud David. Uh, i know yeah just yeah just enjoy it enjoy it out there i'll try <laughs> all right so now it is time for me to sell you things but except except that this sell. show is now 100 percent listener supported so i feel i do need to mention our next tier on patreon okay that we are trying to reach yes which is uh, the community game nights oh. that we want to do month monthly community game nights. So this will be on our so off th- week, the week that we're not uh, recording the podcast. We will do a live stream where we're playing what like Jackbox or yeah. something that we can all play with you guys. So with with you know hot celebrity guests like Mr. Sutner. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't I can't promise yeah, his no, time I'm, away. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm on the tattoo <laughs> tier. <He's> like, <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So back us on Patreon, sbfegs.com, or excuse me, patreon.com slash sbfegs. Um, and yeah, we can make more cool things happen. So thank you guys so much already for your support. Uh, you guys have really blown our minds with uh, the, the level to which you have backed us already. I did so. not expect us to get through the first like reward or first goal like this fast. I can't believe it. It's yeah. ridiculous. You guys are awesome. That, awesome. And that uh, that uh, Patreon game nights basically they are free to all tiers of uh, of you know support. So whether it's a dollar that you support us at, or you know five hundred dollars a month, you know whatever it is, um, you know wait <laughs> you'll be in. Is that true? So yeah, okay. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that being uh, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true it is now. You said on the podcast. <laughs> I, I, will, <laughs> I will also give you my uh, recorded guarantee that if I am in town and free and own the game, I will join you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Thank you. That's great. Nice. All right. So this episode is also brought to you by David's Pants. <laughs> David, what is the going rate for your pants? I know uh, for those who have been listening <laughs> oh for a gosh. while, uh, David accepted a dare in a truth or and dare. And I keep forgetting to uh, deliver from on a this listener. Dare. And he accepted it. But yeah, he has, he has neglected to sell his old pants. Yeah. Uh, and to use the money to buy and stream a very strange game. Oh, that's true. Um, so, oh, man, I forgot all of that. Okay. <laughs> so I feel we should advertise your pants. What is yeah. the going rate, David? I was planning on selling them for like a dollar. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Any takers? Any takers? Tweet at David. Pl- you know, one dollar plus shipping and handling. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be wise. I mean, you're already sending me the Pancake Sora shirt, so... <laughs> <laughs> you want to just throw it Nick, in a pair of pants? Yeah, like, it in, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Nick will have a whole David costume he can wear. 
A whole David oh, costume. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So anyway, yes, go to uh, patreon.com slash SBFEGS or tweet at David for some pants. <laughs> there was madness in any direction. It is topic time, the meat and potatoes topic of the evening of the fortnight. Um, we are doing an indie spotlight with Senor Nick Sutner. We brought you on for your, your very uh, expert opinions my, on the indie scene. Thank you. My expertise has probably been waning over this last year since I've been on the show, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Adam, you, trust me, your expertise is far sur- like far beyond mine. Like there's okay. Adam Wait, picked this topic yeah, to sabotage me. <laughs> yeah, let's get into that real quick. Because before recording, I believe you made a you made a statement just just a general umbrella of like you, you know you mm. may be not super into indie games. Yeah, and I'm I'm more and I realize I'm sort of a hypocrite because I was saying I'm super into AAA games, but let's pretend I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I am genuinely curious about sort of lumping them in indie games as a category because that feels like it's such a broad thing and it's it's almost meaningless and that could be any That's type true. of game. So yeah. when you say when you say I'm not into indie games, like I want to dig in like a step deeper. What what do you actually mean? I wish I knew. Yeah, he only if there's a publisher attached. Sure, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> so so this this has been something that has been changing so when i when this podcast first started how long have we been doing this three mm. years something like that Four. actually oh my gosh i we i guess we is should mention fourth year anniversary this is our this is our fourth year anniversary <laughs> okay. show yeah oh, happy anniversary guys <laughs> yeah talk about so, burying the yes. lead um <laughs> no but uh yeah so when this show first started i was like i don't like indie games nope i don't like them at all and uh over the last few four years first of all i've been opening my mind up a little bit more um uh, but also I feel like indie games have been evolving. Like it felt like indie games were mostly like side scrollers and, uh, just like, it felt like eighties games made now by people, by like mm. people that like now everyone can make games. So they all want to make the games they grew up playing. But now like I, to me, it feels like over the last four years, they've been broadening and getting, more creative than they were like braid was cool i you know i understand it was very uh you know mind bendy and like new mechanics and stuff in a Mm. 2d side scrolling game but i just couldn't get into the art style i thought i kind of didn't love the way it looked and i know that's very superficial but i mean that 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 actually makes a lot of sense (laughs) to me is like and and i'd say it especially uh you know the first sort of or the early glory years of indie games in 2008 9 um is a lot of Mm -hmm. it was 2d and i think if you're not into even if you're not into 2d games i don't know if that's true of your tastes but i because i guess the way you were describing it is it more that you're sort of a uh you know 3d action yeah sort of larger scope in a sense yeah like like god of war and spider-man are like the best games ever to me Mm -hmm. and and it's Mm -hmm. hard to find a game like that in a in an indie game um sure and I, I I know I should probably like more things, <laughs> but uh, no, I think I think David like more things. I I, 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 I would, think I would also, banana. 
I'm gonna, Slippery Banana 420 Blaze at 69.69 makes a really good point. You've got to open your mind and broaden your horizons to, to liking new indie games. Well, I don't even know what you said. Like, I was too busy laughing. <laughs> I think... I was uh, worried that people had forgotten your new name. I just oh, want to make gosh, sure we get yeah, that. That's that's the oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. Okay. He's going to change his Twitter <laughs> handle, too. Don't worry. Uh, I, I also I'm I'm being very presumptive here, but I'm guessing too that maybe I'm just trying to psychoanalyze you now. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, this into like fine. a weird <laughs> the therapy session. I gave you permission uh, to do this. It's fine. I'm guessing you play games for uh, escapism, uh, yes. sort of foremost. And I don't know if you have some like I don't know if you have similar taste in like film, for instance, because I think and I was actually just talking about this on a on a different podcast, uh-huh. but I'm gonna dig into it from a different angle here. I think to me, I, I buck I tend to bucket a lot of entertainment into. Uh, escapism and fantasy and sort of like popcorn enjoyment or something or something that is uh, more like a comment on the human condition and something you can empathize oh, with and apply to your gotcha. own life yeah. and maybe mm. like it, you engage with it emotionally uh, you know engage with it differently in an emotional way um, and to me that's what a lot of what I think sort of typifies a lot of indie games um, is that is that they can't afford to take the risk to try to accomplish something different yeah, uh, that's and, 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 and communicate a different emotion but if that's not what you want from your time when you play games then i think that to me is an easy way to like wave off on the the sort of meta genre as it yeah were. interesting yeah. I, I get that so so what you're saying is like destiny is like the suicide squad of games <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> which lines up with david's movie which obsession james gunn is rumored to direct the next Nothing one but, so uh yeah he I'm, is I'm so yeah. i know the, the thing that's upsetting to me about that is that now <laughs> suicide squad 2 is going to be really good and i'm going to have to watch suicide squad 1 yeah. it's the suicide squad 2 of games yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah but yeah basically i mean it's yeah it's, it's big budget entertainment i mean I, destiny's I'm, I'm sure a lot better than, than suicide squad but yeah the same <laughs> idea like when you play it you just want to escape and shoot some stuff and watch it blow up and like you know just sort of zone out for a while yeah uh, i also will say destiny 2 the reason i love it so much is like i have a bunch of friends that also play it and it's just sure. like a great way for us to all come together and do something like collectively and still make some progress and like do all this mm. it's scratching all the video games social and r- chillaxing oh i hate it that yeah. i just mm. said that word but it, it's all of those things put <laughs> together it's got a bad mouth feel. It really does. <laughs> I need to I need to wash it down. But uh but yeah, I I would say <laughs> oh, over the last, you know, few years I've been like trying to like I've also been trying to figure out why I didn't like indie games. And I think another thing I don't love is a lot of indie games uh tend to be like very brutally difficult. Um mm. like 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 Adam was talking about Enter the Gungeon. I'm never playing that game cuz it's like it's bullet <laughs> hell. And you know, it's the same with Cuphead and like I don't really like brutally difficult games because I'm very bad at games and I don't like to feel yeah. like I'm bad at games. So I, I think, though, I, have, I mean, have you played like Firewatch? Have you played like the yes, more narrative? I have played. Stuff? I do. I did like Firewatch a lot. That was one okay. of the games I was like, hey, this is any game and I'm excited about it. And then I played it right. the first week and loved it. Um, so and I do have stuff on my list. Like I came up with a list, but it's it's not great, but. Uh, it's like it's, it's two games. I, I can't it's, call it. I can't call it a list. It's a little bit more than it's two God games. War and Spider Man. Spider Man is an indie game in a way. Uh, in a way, Insomniac is an independent company. I don't company. think so. But uh, well, I think Sony still paid them a lot of money for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So Adam, do you want to like yeah. officially 
put some yeah, structure so, on this topic. Yeah, so let's basically, basically, uh, I just wanted to kind of spotlight, take a few minutes and spotlight uh, a bunch of indie games we think um, do something special or um, or that we just really enjoy. So um, I've separated out into five categories. One, the indie game that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one that you just keep going back to. Uh, favorite indie games of the past couple of years. So that's, you know, current events. Uh, a little known gem, perhaps. Uh, number four, most excited for and upcoming indies. That I think that is, we're probably going to get most in depth uh with that because well at least my list is the biggest right there oh, i only and have then, one game um <laughs> okay and then uh finally just any others honorable mentions anything else you wanted to bring up so well we can just kind of rotate through um i'll, I'll kick us sure. off so the indie game that keeps on giving for me is towerfall ascension mm. that I, i've talked game. about it many many times on the show um even you know years after purchasing it um, we, we played it at my son's birthday and everyone was instantly engaged and loving it and screaming and yelling. And <laughs> that's, that's how I know that's the more, that's the litmus test of a good, uh, indie game, uh, couch co-op game that is just like when everyone's screaming, having a great time. Uh, but yeah, so Towerfall Ascension, I, I gotta say, that's, that's one of my all time favorite indies. And so, yeah, now I, I pass the baton to, uh, to Nick. Okay. Well, and, and also I'll say about Towerfall 2 is the, the recent Switch version, which is just called Towerfall, because it sort of wraps up the original Ascension and the Dark World expansion oh. into, into mm-hmm. one thing. Uh, also has some cool extra content. Um, and I will say I'm slightly biased here because I worked on Celeste with Matt, and I also oh. helped out a little bit on Towerfall. <laughs> like I, I wrote the, yeah. the store descriptions for the game and stuff. Anyway, um, but uh, also you can unlock uh, Celeste and her like bad alter ego oh, from, cool. um, oh, that's from so cool. the game. And they made a bunch of six player levels. Um, so you can actually play a six player on the Switch version. Oh, that's really oh, that's cool. cool. So, well, now, yeah. now I'm going to have to rebuy yep. it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I didn't know the Switch supported six control. I guess they have to because uh, Super Smash Brothers is going to have an eight player mode. So I guess they have to Oof. support more mm. than four controllers. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, let's just just go drop a few hundred on some Joy-Con and I already have four. Uh, <laughs> I already have four Pro controllers, so um Oh, look out. Oh wow. Yeah. Moneybags Tate. Moneybags Tate. <laughs> um I would uh, like so, to uh Oh no no, I passed I passed the baton to Nick. I'm sorry. Oh, you I thought you have to wait your turn. Answer. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't answer. I just talked about Towerfall. Uh, well, it's, I mean, this one actually wasn't, I was sort of intentionally keeping it off my list, but I sort of, it's, it's silly if I don't mention it as the perennial indie game, which is a big part of my life, especially right now, uh, is Splunky. Oh, uh, yes. And I recently started a Splunky podcast. I'll give, that's my quick, quick plug for uh, the Splunky show, like, uh, which it's called. Um, and yeah. um, I, it's also starting that podcast has really gotten me back into the game. And this is, of course, in anticipation for Splunky 2 and it more than any other game that I've ever played uh, or has had this place in my life like it really is still so fun and uh, the procedural elements are so perfect and even these last two daily challenges yesterday and today I had like ridiculous situation like ridiculous deaths that uh, I like <laughs> new ways to die I'm still discovering sort of new things about the game and it, it really feels infinite in that way and just the ecosystem of how everything in the game fits together is amazing and uh, it really does feel like a whole like culture around 
around one game in a sense and it still held up for me huh. and now because i've started the podcast i'm getting more familiar with the sort of other weird ephemera around it and like speed runs <laughs> and weird uh other weird sort of newer secrets and i, I don't know just all yeah. sorts of weird stuff okay so. there are some truly godly speed runs of uh, spelunky out there on <laughs> yeah. online if you <laughs> yeah if you just uh youtube it yeah there, it's pretty nuts what people have how good people have gotten and and how good at like uh you know i guess being cheap <laughs> through the levels oh gotcha gotcha <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean that's the speed running that's the speed running life yeah yep i'm but. also gonna look at my my list here uh that i made i mean i think that's the one for sort of the the perennial one that's always always given back for me okay but, yeah yeah um i can i list two here okay yeah. It seems like cheating. I'm okay. Mr. Indie all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> so you guys are going to laugh at my indie games because one of them is owned by Microsoft now, and the other okay. one oh, yeah. uh, was given a lot of money by Sony. So uh, Minecraft <laughs> is one of those uh -huh. indie games that keeps on giving. It definitely, definitely counts, yeah. though. You bought it once, and yep. they've added so much since, like, I bought it like five years ago, and the game is so much more gigantic now than it was back then. And it's on a million yeah. platforms. And now there's cross play with everyone except for Sony. And, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so Minecraft's really good. Uh, also no man's sky. You guys count that yeah. one. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it keeps on giving like they, again, they just keep updating it. They added multiplayer, which added so much to that game. Um, yeah. and it, I mean, base building, uh, flying your, sh like all these new ships and flying them around into new outer, you know, solar systems. They completely reworked the story in the game. Um, the story, yeah. you don't really want to play the, it for uh, the story, but I, I love the, uh, terrain vehicles too. Oh, I didn't even get that far yet. I'm still like plugging away at it. Like it's a good game. I'm, I'm, I'm. And so that's one of those first indie games that I'm just like, I love this game. So yeah. yeah awesome yeah good picks mike yeah um i would say that my, my indie game that keeps on giving is is got to be guacamole um I, i'm a sucker for like a really good metroidvania and that's like it's one of the best that's ever been made um i'm really amped to play too i just haven't had time to uh sit down and play yeah. that yet. but but my daughter and i we still play guacamole like like every couple of months she'll, she'll yeah i mean back up and we'll play through it again and guacamole too i'm that's i'm super jazzed for because the uh like w i mean what we played of the four player um at psx mm -hmm. was just i would say off the chain <laughs> i would wow. think i would say use, off two chains maybe to use uh street parlance off of those chains <laughs> <laughs> those chains those chainos uh i also yeah. i also wrote a decent chunk of that game Whoa! Uh, yeah. if, if you if you didn't Whoa, know really? to throw it out there yeah for the sequel Oh. See, we're we're not trying to kiss Nick's butt here, but it just keeps happening. <laughs> it just turns out he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, Mike, did you have any others uh, under that category? Uh, no, no, like my that's my my one. I I keep replaying and replaying and replaying that game. I, I nice. really hope uh, two is the same way. Yeah, uh, it sounds sounds like the writing's really really good. So I'm sure it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. No, it's, uh, I, hope, <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you enjoy. I mean, we, awesome. we played we played a, a, a decently uh, length demo at PSX, and we really liked it. So yeah. uh, I'm I'm excited. Cool. Yeah, 
Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's been, I mean, those two games, for Celeste and Guacamelee, sort of the highest profile stuff that I did some writing on in the past year. Uh, I Totally, both those games were, like, great way before I showed up. Um, so it's nice that I can, like, <laughs> just be part of something cool and help it, you know, be even slightly cooler, I guess. Uh, but uh, I can, I feel like I can, like, objectively be a fan of them as well. So, yeah, I think nice. it's a great game, and I yeah. think you'll enjoy it if you like the first one. That's also awesome. really yeah, cool. <laughs> so category two, favorite indie games of the past <clears throat> couple of years. Mm. So I'll just I'm just gonna throw out four here. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Because You're gonna take everyone's picks, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. That way no one can steal mine. Perfect. Great. Um, but yeah, so Cuphead, definitely Fantastic. on my list. Yeah. It's brutally so difficult. Um, but I beat it and I feel very proud. <laughs> and, As you uh, should. I still, my kids still ask to listen to, because when I was in the thick of the game, I would like hop on Apple Music when we were in the car and just listen to the soundtrack. And yeah, my son is funny. He'll be like naming the tracks like, oh yeah, let's play this one. And he'll know, <clears throat> and he knows the songs like just based off of their names and everything. So yeah. it's a fantastic soundtrack, but fantastic game overall. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait for the DLC. Um, but yeah. And then secondly, Inside, which we mentioned earlier. Oh, it's so good. Um, I was super late to the party on Inside, and but man, that game, it, it's just the right amount of scary, just the right amount of disturbing, and the uh, and just really fun, really smart puzzles. Um, I love, I love, you know, well, Limbo before it and, and Inside, but Inside, Inside definitely. is like a whole nother level, I think, than like, like, yeah, you know, uh, Limbo was cool, but the art style of, of Inside, like, blew me away that was one of the first times i can remember like just absolutely loving an art style of an indie game um and yeah. you know it's 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 that's on my list too if you can't tell so <laughs> it's also from from a weird technical perspective the fact that inside is built on unity oh. um which like so many other indie games use it makes it all the more impressive that it looks so it, different it stands out so much yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say, yeah, and I actually wrote that game, too. <laughs> I wrote all the dialogue. <laughs> I wrote it? All the dialogue in that game is Nick Sutner. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so next on my list is Celeste, which I gave, I believe I gave six out of five burritos did, yeah. when I, I reviewed it. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That game, I played it on the Switch. It, it instantly, it just scratched all the right itches for me as far as, like, gameplay-wise, aesthetic um and then of, of course uh again not to kiss nick's butt here but the the writing in that really makes it uh shine as far as like the themes that it, it discusses we we did a whole episode about games that matter and that was one of the ones i, I highlighted um and so but yeah definitely if you have not played uh celeste get to it what are you doing with your life yeah. Go that's play also it. on my list as well uh, so and then uh super hot vr <laughs> oh yeah my, good, good oh my gosh <laughs> One of my so absolute favorites of the past couple of years, that game. I love nothing more than when people come over to say, just like, hey, just try this thing. Just try just it. And then pretty up. soon, <laughs> like my brother-in-law looks like such a fool, but he's having so much fun. Like he's like crawling around <laughs> and like doing all this insane stuff. So yeah, I mean, super hot VR. You get so very sweaty. It's very aptly named. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's, it's a glorious, still like the most spectacular VR experience. I think <laughs> it's, it's it is really, fun, it is really transportive and uh, like just messes with your brain in the best ways. Um, yeah, and feels like you're in the Matrix. <laughs> yes, yep. yeah. absolutely. Yep. All right. Uh, who are you passing Nick, that baton to? To uh, this time again, 
Nick. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, inside would have been one of mine. Uh, I think David O'Reilly's Everything uh, oh, was a pretty uh. mind-blowing game for me. I don't know if you guys have checked it out, but it's uh, it's very experimental slash like experiential. Like it's it's uh, a game. It actually has sort of a a screensaver mode in some sort where you can just like leave the game alone and it'll just play itself and you can just like put it on in the background. Um, weird. Uh, but whether you're doing that or actually playing it, uh, it's just a really w- weird, interesting um, exploration of of existence in some sense. And, and it's sort of a consciousness simulator. So you, you are like huh. a roving consciousness and you're just moving between things. So you're like a llama or a rock or a yacht or a star <laughs> and you're just becoming these different things and you're... Um, um, sort of meeting up with other things of your type and having these weird sort of uh, generated bizarre conversations sometimes with them and you're spawning more of them and you're dancing with them and then you're changing scales uh, whether you are going like uh, subatomical or you're going up to uh, massive like interplanetary stuff. Um, it's just a game about like being in a space and exploring it uh and it, it does feel really rich like there's so much stuff to to see and do and go like experience something like a little piece of something's life uh so it's a it's a weird game but it's super unique and i i love it and it's got uh i forget the name of the philosopher but some um really great little like audio clips from this philosopher oh. speaking about the nature of existence and um it's not carl sagan is it up. no i don't think so okay. um <laughs> I could be wrong, actually. I, I could look it up, but uh, yeah. So I found that that pretty great. Yeah, and uh, that's awesome. I, I remember seeing a lot of buzz about that game when it first came out, but I I, I never got around to trying it. Um, but yeah, now I, it's back on the list. His name yeah. is no, Alan Watts. It. In case I oh, thank wondering. you, thank you, Alan Watts. Yeah. Um, and let's see, sort of other last couple. I mean, Night in the Woods, I love. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. For very yeah. different reasons. I mean, I thought that was just a great, like, very personal story. That uh, you know, I grew up in Chicago, but spent a lot of time in Michigan and Wisconsin, and sort of like smaller Midwest towns, and found the the culture of that game very familiar um, mm. and relatable, mm. and thought it was super well told, and thought it was beautiful. Uh, that actually is a great game, I'd say, for this month as well on the indie front. It's not. It's got a couple of creepy moments, but it's just a very like fall game. Yeah. Um, yes. So yeah, I that's like a that. good call. I like that about it. Um, and then the last one I'll throw out for the past couple of years, I think, um, is Loot Rascals, which I'm probably stealing my own like gem um, from the later category. But <laughs> that is by uh, Hollow Ponds, which is a company by uh, Ricky Haggett, um, who worked on Hohokam, which is another favorite in the oh, classic yeah, online. Yeah. Um, and he's working on some other stuff now. But Loot Rascals is a like hex-based um, sort of hex-based turn-based strategy game that is also a roguelike. So you're going to these procedural planets and you're just exploring around and trying to like fight enemies who have a different sort of a classic roguelike where the enemies move on their own schedule. So you move and then they move. But there's a day and night cycle and some move differently during the day uh versus at night and it's got a it's got a very like british i mean he's he's from the uk but a very like british sensibility and sense of humor and really uh really great sort of weird cartoon aesthetic um and uh i think outside of splunky it's probably my favorite favorite like roguelite-esque experience um and i played a ton of it for the year after it came out it's really really good it's just like brilliant it's like very simple brilliant design it's got a cool system also where you're collecting cards from fallen enemies and then putting them in an inventory and you can only have eight 
cards and some cards say things like plus two to the card below it or minus one to the card next to it so there's sort of constantly rearranging your inventory in a way that feels like engaging and thoughtful uh instead of a chore so that's cool anyways sorry that's a bunch of games cool i like it i think that's what adam was expecting after all and that's that's what i that's that's why you're here that's why all right Oh, David. okay. Uh, I have a couple favorites. Uh, one is obviously No Man's Sky. I talked about that a minute ago. Um, mm-hmm. I also really liked Dead Cells. A uh, very fun, mm. oh, randomly yeah. generated Metroidvania style. Really cool art style. Um, also really like Celeste. That was on my list, too. Uh, and then also, this is probably stealing one of Mike's, but Shovel Knight. I really liked Shovel, Shovel Knight. Oh, yeah. So. I do love Shovel Knight. So, yeah, those, those are mine. Yeah, I... Um, I think I bought Shovel Knight when it first came because I did think of that and it came out on Wii U, you know, ages ago now. So I didn't I didn't include it in my past couple of years. I didn't play but, it till it came you know. out on the Switch. So there you go. Oh, I'll, so it's brand new. Uh, I actually Basically haven't finished Shovel Knight. Shamefully, I would I should do that at some point. But I will give a quick plug for uh, Boss Fight Books, the series that my Shadow of the Colossus book is in. Um, are yeah. doing a boss are doing a yacht uh, a yacht club. Uh, a shovel knight book that's oh. coming up pretty soon i think then I, I could be wrong about this but i think the next one coming out is um laura hall's katamari damasi book and then after that oh. is the shovel knight book nice oh very so, nice yeah in the next couple out. months yeah cool yeah. uh so yeah those are my games mike how about you so i would say in recent years basically everything that super giant games is putting out <laughs> um and and so they put out three really solid games that are all incredibly unique uh-huh. and have totally different things going for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Bastion has like it has really cool gameplay, but also has this like really interesting like procedural narration. Um, it's not really procedural, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's it's kind of changes based on what, what you're, you're doing. doing. Con- yeah, contextual. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good way to put it. Um, Transistor, which. Uh, not only has one of my favorite like game soundtracks of like all time, Darren Corbin does yeah. all the music and sound design for those games, but like the music's fantastic. That's, that's like the first thing that drew me into that game. And then it has this incredible gameplay mechanic, uh, of like basically creating sort of the, com- making combat go the way you want it to go real time strategy, mm-hmm. you know, combining abilities to make your moves. It's super in depth and really cool. And it's got a great story to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then more recently Pyre, which is like this crazy, uh, like choose your own <laughs> adventure, not really choose your own adventure, but there's like a very important choice uh, based mechanic in that game uh, for the story portion of it. Oh, okay. And then the rest of it's like crazy fantasy NBA jam, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. See, to my um, shame, I still have not played Pyre. I did buy it. So I'm supporting. <laughs> You're supporting. I know. <laughs> yeah. I have so many of the games that I buy, but don't get to right away. Yeah. But Pyre is incredible. I mean, I, I love all three of those games for, for different reasons. The super giants, like, uh, they're they're on my list right now. I basically buy anything. You're a super giant fan. <laughs> oh, oh I yes. see what you did. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, next, uh, next, <laughs> next category. <clears throat> are are you are you still going, Mike? No, no, you got no, any I, more? Yeah. All right. Go all right. It. So, little known gem uh, for me. Now, this this may have been more well known than uh, than I may be letting on, but <laughs> for me, it was little known until recently. Uh, Idarb, mm, um, yeah. Idarb is that, really fun. That game, it's if you haven't played it, it's uh, you can get it on the Xbox One and probably PC. Um, but yeah, it is uh, essentially it's like soccer, like crazy soccer or basketball. 
with platforming what? involved. Uh, so, and you play it, you can play two players, four players. Um, it instantly, it's like, as soon as you get the controls down, which are very simple, you're, you're instantly in and everyone's like having a great time. It's great, great couch co-op game. Uh, so yeah, if you haven't played iDarb, look into it. It's actually on Xbox Game Pass, which is oh, how I tried it. So, I see. yeah, yes, indeed. Um, a gem. I guess I sort of spoiled it with Loot Rascals. <laughs> I will say one that I'm <laughs> that I'm playing now is maybe a gem for people who aren't aware of it, uh, or will be a future gem. Is Bad North? Oh, um, oh I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen this or played it. Uh, Raw Fury published it. Um, I forget the name of the development team. Came out a couple months ago. Uh, it's a very cool sort of like super minimalist uh, RTS, and I'm not like an RTS fan, um, or haven't been in a long time at least, but uh, it's a game where you're this sort of little Viking dudes on a series of little, uh, I assume they're procedurally generated islands, um, and you just sort of, it's like ready, set, go, you have these little squads of archers and swordsmen and shieldsmen, and then you get these incoming boats like arriving on the island with, with squads of dudes trying to like destroy the couple buildings that you have on the island, and um it's uh, got this nice element where you can like almost freeze time and you can assign your dudes to different parts of the island and protect the island. Uh, and it's very simple. Uh, it's got this, it's got a really beautiful aesthetic. Um, and it's really clever in that you can't actually freeze time and make these decisions. You can only slow time like most of the way, uh. but you still have these like creeping hordes that are still moving towards you. <laughs> so you can't really take as long as you want and still have to make some like relatively quick decisions. And it gets pretty complex when you have, it's sort of a rock, paper, scissors between the different uh, character types of archer, mm-hmm. you know, shield guys can block archers, but archer guys can shoot down from high vantage points onto other guys. Mm-hmm. And it's all just about constantly repositioning your guys on this little island. But each level is only like, five minutes long maybe and then you move on to the next one um and it does have permadeath um and uh you can like if you're going to die on a level some of your like captains can you can get back in an enemy boat and sail off and save them for a future battle uh but i never actually do that i just die die trying um if i'm going to <laughs> and you unlock more powers and it just it's great and i've been playing on switch um it uh yeah, it's really cool and unique and uh, gives like a nice taste of, of RTS action without sort of the full uh, investment of having to learn a bunch of intricate systems and be very be overly strategic about it. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because I usually shy away from RTSs because I don't want to be digging through menus and, you know, like too much when yep. I'm playing games. But yeah, so I, that, and the, the aesthetic is mm-hmm. gorgeous. I, I've seen a little bit of video. Uh, probably you probably retweeted it. And <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it does look really, really good. And then one, one other one too, a gem. I'll say I'm gonna. I don't know if you guys play mobile games, but I will throw out oh, yeah. uh, a series of iOS games. I'm not sure if they're on Android too, but maybe. Um, there's a guy uh, named Philip Stolenmeyer uh, who has a, a company called Kamibox, K-A-M-I-B-O-X. And hmm. I think he's maybe just like the best mobile designer um, and has made a series of really brilliant stuff. Um, a couple of his games, he'd made a, he's made a game called Burger and a game called Pancake and a game called Bacon. Uh, and they're all, they're all very simple, like just like one tap and like flip a pancake games, but all really like clever and, and subversive. And they, he does so much with really simple design. Uh, and he has, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm actually like a whole folder of his stuff on my phone, but um, he has a game called Zip Zap, <laughs> which is like a puzzle game um based on sort of the physics of different uh like swinging interconnected um little like pieces of metal basically and you're just trying to flip a ball from one point to another um but there is so much like comedy in the level 
design like it's not an overtly funny game but once you start playing there's so many things where like you'll just try to do some simple action and it'll all fall apart and just feel impossible (laughs) and you'll be laughing at how impossible it seems until you discover the solution (laughs) so it's both funny and then like brilliant when you actually discover sort of the depth of the level design and so yeah zip zap is is phenomenal um like maybe maybe the best ios game for my money um and i'm excited because he has another game called seesaw c slash saw coming out pretty soon that's sort of looks like a some sort of weird puzzle platformer so anything he does basically i think is is really brilliant and i'd highly recommend checking out any of his stuff and i think uh bacon was the most recent one that i think is free to play like free with ads or whatever so you can check a lot of it out for free cool yeah very nice yeah really really good stuff cool cool uh David, I have ooh. a little known gem, and I bet you this is technically not little known to like people who love indie games. But our audience, I know, tends to skew a little more toward the console side of things. And this game is actually not out on console yet, so I, that's why I'm including it. So uh, it's a game yeah, called yeah. The Stanley Parable, um, which is uh, just yeah, yeah. crazy. Uh, it, it's really well written. <laughs> this very unassuming, like polite British man narrates the game. Uh, and it's basically what happens is you're like, it, it, I think it was built in the source engine, the the Valve's mm-hmm. engines, and and you're like sitting in a cubicle, and like everything you do is being narrated by this this narrator guy. Um, but then like, you start like you notice like no one is no one else is working with you for some reason. You have to go like figure out where everyone is, and as you're walking down the hall, he's like, and then Stanley walked down the hall, and then he went right, <laughs> and then you have a choice. There's like a door on the left, a door on the right, and you can actually go a different way than the narrator says that he went. And it's just it's very interesting. It's uh, it's not very long. It's not a super long game, and there's a lot of different endings. Um, and, uh, it's, it's real, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure cause there's like no real action to it. Um, there's not a lot of like, I don't know if there are puzzles. I don't remember there being puzzles, but it's just, it's mostly narrative and it's, it's really, it's very cool. I like it a lot. Awesome. So. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta pick that up now that I have a, a PC that would run yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's also <laughs> it's really very funny. So that helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a game that I think a lot about is uh, sort of deconstructing like player agency yeah. in games yeah. and like you said about yeah. making making that choice when the narrator's like he does this thing and then you do another thing and and you sort of never really think about that moment in games of like what if you can break out of the mold mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i don't know if you played the beginner's guide uh that yeah. was sort of the the follow-up in some sense what? from uh from davy reedon who uh worked on stanley parable um and the beginner's guide uh it was i i I guess it wasn't free. For some reason, I remember it being free. I think it was like ten bucks. But it it came out. So he sort of surprise released it on Steam a few years ago. And I don't want to say anything about it. And you shouldn't look up anything about it really when you play it. But I'd say it continues to explore that vein of um, just like deconstructing and subverting expectations about game design itself. And it's only I don't know an hour and a half long tops maybe. And it's even more linear. And you just sort of you just experience what it has to tell you, but it's, it's really brilliant. And I promise like, unlike anything that you played, I just bought it. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I'm very, yeah. Let me know what you think when you I play will. it. I'm really curious. We'll do. So Mike, I'm, I'm in a similar boat where I, I, I picked a couple of games and, and I don't think either one of these are like hidden for me. They're hidden gems, right? I didn't know much about these, but I'm an old man. I don't know what the kids are doing. <laughs> Uh, so everyone might know these games, but two I really liked, uh, were, uh, Thomas was alone. 
um, which oh, is yeah. another like cool game that that tells a really interesting story in a really basic format, um, and, and sort of use it uses its restrictiveness as, as like a puzzle mechanic. So you're primarily playing with like these really primary shapes, and uh, each mm-hmm. different shape though has a, a special ability. Um, and through narration, they give each one of those uh, those shapes a personality to go along with it. And I don't really want to spoil anything more than that, other than that it's really really great. Um, I, I really love the writing on that game, and I thought it was fun. It's a fun puzzle game. Um, yeah, and you can play that on the PS Vita. You sure can. The best <laughs> I mean, console, best, best selling, I believe, best selling console of all time. Oh, you all guys, uh huh. Um, <laughs> I was playing Splunky on my Vita yesterday. Wow, so, so. oh um, man, Nick's Vita is really the <laughs> platform. The Vita is really the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> um, and then my my other pick was uh, I, I'm always bad at figuring out how to pronounce this game, but Machinarium. Um, oh yeah, Machinarium. Uh, yeah, by by uh, uh, Amanita Designs, I think. Or yeah, uh, is it yeah. Machinarium? I, man, I really don't know. It's the same folks <laughs> that made um, uh, Botanicula yep. or Botanicula. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's yeah. so hard. I can't pronounce and, any and of the game games, but they're super fun. And you the probably Samaras can't see games. it from there, but on my wall behind me, there's a little piece of wood that has several... F- all, basically, years ago, my girlfriend felted the characters from Botanicula. And yeah, we're both huge fans of that game. And yeah, Machinarian is, is awesome. I don't know how you say it either, but... Um, I, I'm <laughs> they just announced their new game yesterday. I don't know if you saw that trailer. Oh, I not. No, um, I missed this. Hold on, I gotta, I, I'm forgetting the name of it. It's like Everyone, a one-word okay, title. This is part of the show, part of the show where we Google things. Yeah, and it's interesting because it is a... It looks sort of like a direct control puzzle platformer and not a point-of-click adventure which is pretty much everything oh, okay. else they've done uh it's called yeah. creeks uh c-r-e-a-k-s mm. and it looks really beautiful and interesting um and yeah i will nice. i will always be interested in whatever they're up to yeah, yeah that's a really cool uh, studio i'm gonna need a design really needs to make machinarium too that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool uh point and click adventure game which i can never get enough of um yeah it's got a really amazing art style to it and um, the music in that game, I think, is done by Thomas Dvorak. Um, but it's got an awesome soundtrack to go with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, highly recommend that. Yeah. Good pick. All right. Yeah. So now I'm going to rapid fire <clears throat> some of my most excited for upcoming indie games. Um, of course, Manifold Garden has to be on my list. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Super mind bending, universe looping uh, first person puzzle game. Oh my goodness. Uh, my friend Ped, my friend Pedro, which that I just looks like so much fun. <laughs> I just recently heard about and saw a video of that game looks so nuts. It looks like almost like an excite bike version of, of, uh, of like hotline Miami. Oh, <laughs> like it's so yeah, nice, you're yeah. just jumping and flipping and shooting and ricocheting bullets off of like frying pans and weird <laughs> stuff like that. It's an insane, an insane thing. Um, the last night, which of course a uh, friend of the show Tim Soray is uh, is hard at work completing. That game looks so beautiful, and um, and just right up my alley, being a flashback fan from way back. Um, Narita Boy, which uh, we that looks great. Where I'm working on getting Eduardo from uh, the the de- uh, development yeah. team on the show so hopefully cool. soon uh but narita boy looks so awesome if you haven't uh checked that out definitely do that it is uh it, it looks like out of this world um mixed with like a crazy 1980s hack and slash <laughs> uh, it's, yeah it's, it's got um, a little bit that, that uh like uh 
sword and sorcery. Yes. Uh, yeah. Kind of look going on. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah. If you took, if you took uh, another world and uh, sword and sorcery mashed them up together and it, it just looks like there's a lot of good humor in it. Um, yeah. So I'm super jazzed for that. Um, Ori and the will of the wisps. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The sequel to Ori and the blind forest, which was <clears> one of my favorites on, on the Xbox one bar none. Um, and then I, have you guys seen this new game tunic? No. Oh yeah. Tunic. Oh yeah. Yeah. T- this sounds tunic. Familiar. Tunic looks very attractive. Tunic <laughs> is uh, amazing. Uh, I played through <laughs> the like 50 minute demo at fantastic arcade, like three or four nice. years ago. And even then in early demo form was phenomenal. Oh my uh, goodness. It looks beautiful. It's basically, oh, yeah, 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 you know, game. it's sort of an isometric, like, um, low poly Zelda oh, world. It's very charming Fox character, this. but it's really good. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I, I'm really, I was really glad to see the great presentation and reception that it got at E3 uh, in the Microsoft yeah. conference. And yeah, I think it's going to be phenomenal. That looks great. Yeah. So, so you guys just go for it. Just start tossing some other games out there. Unless you I took them all. the one that I was going to mention, which was the last night. Because <laughs> I, again, oh, I'm yeah. also a little partial because we had Tim on the show and, uh, the game looks amazing. I can't wait to. I just can't wait to see more of it. Like I don't even need it to come out. I just want to yeah. see like a, a couple more, a couple more minutes of gameplay. I could just, yeah, I could just watch yeah. his trailers. Seriously, uh-uh. sorry, honestly, <laughs> I was distracted for a second because I was I was busting out something to to show Adam, which is going to be riveting on your audio version of your podcast. But it sounds like it sounds like you're. Well, it big, sounds like they should subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, they should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is the upsell right here. Um, yeah. It sounds like you're a big Another World fan. Um, yes. And uh, I interviewed Eric Chahi uh, while I was writing the Shadow of the Colossus book. Because um, oh, that's one cool. of the few games that I think was influential on Fumito Ueda. Oh. Not the other way around. Uh, um, mm-hmm. And then a couple, like a year later, he randomly reached out to me and asked me if I could help him sort of copy edit the English for a flyer for a show. He was putting together like an exhibition uh, for some stuff. And he actually sent me out of the blue in the mail as a thank you. This gorgeous print of some art. Uh, oh, uh, sort of. I think oh, I think it's that. like original uh, art, like concept or um, like cover concept art from the game. Wow. Uh, that's that's like really awesome. That's really that cool. says like Tunic Eric. So yeah, that's. I uh, mean, if <laughs> if you guys could only if see only this, you could see what know, this you, thing yeah. looks like. You have like. no idea. Yeah. Have no idea. <laughs> I mean, the sound of it is great, but seeing yeah. it is just next next level. Only Josh Bailey got to see this one. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just back us on uh, Patreon at the five dollar tier, and you can watch the live stream. Or you can watch it sessions. later yeah. if you, if like staying up till eleven p.m. Indeed. on the East Coast is too late for you. You can you can watch the yeah. archive like any time after that too. Indeed. So yes. Yeah. Well, that that's yeah. very cool, Nick. Very no, thanks. Awesome. No, sorry, distracting. All no. right. So uh, upcoming in these guys. Yeah. I listed Go mine. Or you listed mine. <laughs> I listed a lot. Uh, I've got a few. Mike, do you want to go in the meantime? Um, sure. I've only got one because okay. Adam took them all. Um, <laughs> but this is something Adam Adam and I played at, at PSX that I fell in love with was uh, Knights and Bikes. Oh, um, yeah. Which Double is, fun. Uh, it, it's being published by Double Fine, but the developers are actually uh, uh, some folks that were at Media Molecule. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. And uh, I, I think their like their tagline was they described this as like um, the Goonies meets Secret of Mana, and I was 100 percent in. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> um, you, you play as like the like these two little girls basically biking around um, like this small town and like having adventures, and like you'll you'll pull up to like the junkyard, and there'll be like this uh, almost like squ- like squiggly drawings of like a fort 
drawn on top of that and like little imaginary arrows firing in the ground as you're running back and forth. It's <laughs> it's a really, really cool game. I can't wait for that mm-hmm. to come out. Yeah, that looks it, that was really fun. The demo it was, was really, really good. fun. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one I was going to mention that I remember it actually came out in August was uh, uh, the Gardens Between or the Garden oh, Between. Oh, yeah. I think it's called. Yeah. Um, we played that one at PSX as well. And I got to pick that up. It just came out um, yeah. I think August 20th. Um, so not just came out. It came out like a month ago. I'm, just, I'm really far behind. Upcoming. But, um, Upcoming. In, in SPFVGS <laughs> terms, though, that is just came out. <laughs> it might as well be pretty quick. <laughs> the bleeding uh, edge. That game does look beautiful. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to, to picking it up. I should grab that. Um, well, I'll give yeah, you my, it, my quick list. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, I guess Bring a quick shout out for the last non-upcoming one that I forgot to mention that I've been playing now is Donut County, oh. which is just super charming oh, Donut and, yeah, great yeah, and clever. Um, so anyway, uh, well, Splunky 2, let's get that out the way, obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Another yeah, one, sure. the last other one that I'm actually working on a little bit, which I'm biased towards, which I'm still excited for, is Untitled Goose Game. Oh, oh, um, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, That's cool. So, of course, He's looking forward to that. All the goose dialogue. Yep. <laughs> all the hunts. Writing all of those hunts. Uh, another one by Jarek uh, and team who is making Splunky, but also with some other folks, is UFO 50. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't heard okay. of that one. Oh, man. Okay. You should look it up. Uh, so, basically, Derek and um, so Irik, uh, who made the music for Splunky, and then uh, Moppin, who made Downwell and now works for Nintendo, and Tyreek, who made uh, Catacomb Kids and is now working on this. Basically, like the sort of indie superstar team have been wow. working for a couple of years on this game called UFO 50, which is essentially a collection of games as if a old console called the UFO 50 existed. And this is a collection of 50 games for that console. <laughs> oh, so it is wow. actually it is actually 50. I forget if it's, uh, I think, 16 bit, I want to say, or 8 bit. Yeah, 16 bit. Um it's actually 50 games, some of which are like short arcade you know, sort of what you would think of when you think of the NES, but some are like full-on RPG adventure games. So there is actually 50 full games uh, in this collection. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, they all have this really like great cohesive color palette and art direction. And uh, I don't know, but I have to imagine there's there's maybe some like meta elements threaded, threaded between them. Um, but I just love the concept of this thing. And I've played a few of the games over the years at different events because um, at this point, like when Derek was showing it at PAX, he was showing pretty much all of the games because um, it's it's like you know almost done. I think uh, that's and cool. It's, it's really really good. Yeah, it's yeah. Honestly, great. watching the trailer for it right now, this is insane. It's insane. Yeah. I looked at it too. It, it seems <laughs> it like something that how would much take variety like, there is. Yeah, it looks like it would take twenty years to make. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it really does. Yeah. and it's interesting too because I know he's been uh, sort of working on uh, Splunky during the day as like a day job, and then working on UFO fifty at night uh, for fun. And yeah, for fun, basically, oh and all that sort of ideas that are maybe too crazy or too <laughs> different for Splunky like ends up in UFO fifty. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> too funny. Um, yeah, this looks uh, fantastic. Another one on the double fine publishing tip is Ooblets, uh, which also looks oh, very charming, yeah. which you guys have probably seen something for. It mm-hmm. looks like a I haven't I haven't actually played it. I've sort of been avoiding it when I see it because I want to like keep it fresh. But it looks sort of a adventure game meets Animal Crossing meets like dancing. Yeah. And it just looks really joyful <laughs> and beautiful and has a really like open. It's sort of a modern model of an open development um, where they're, you know, posting a lot of GIFs online and uh, sort of making the game like go as viral as possible pre-release. Uh, but it's yeah, it looks really great. Um 
Kentucky Road Zero is uh, one that I know has been beloved uh, for the past like five or six years, however long it's been, or maybe even more coming out. And I think episode five is finally coming out soon, which is the last episode. And mm-hmm. Annapurna are publishing Kentucky Road Zero like TV edition, collecting them all into one thing. And as much as yeah. I've wanted to over the years, I've actually avoided playing any of them and because they're not on console yet. But I'm going to I'm looking forward to like diving into the full collection. Uh, yeah, because it seems super up my alley. And I know it's like people, you know, tend to think it's the most brilliant thing ever. So uh, I'm pretty excited <laughs> for it. Yeah, uh, we, we played a little demo of that at, at PSX. Um, and I I was very unique. I, I still don't really know what the gameplay is uh, like outside of the section we played. Right, right. Yeah, it was, it was and fun. it strikes me as a sort of thing that like, that's also why I never like touched the demo is like, I don't even know what a demo would be because it's so narrative. And so mm. yeah. I, that's why I want to sit down and yeah. play the full thing, like beginning of episode one to the end of episode five. But yeah. Um, yeah. And then Watam uh, is another one. Another one. Oh, Annapurna that's is a fun one. Which has been around a long time. And I'm really glad sort of got a second life with Annapurna. And seems like that's wrapping up as well. And uh, I, that's from yeah. the uh, Nobi Nobi boy guy, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Keta Takahashi, who also did yes. uh, Katamari Damasi. And um, it's like, I think, really his sort of first full game in a long, you know, since Nobi Nobi boy, really. Uh, and everything he does is wonderful. And whenever I've played it, I've just loved it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Man, That's a good oh, list. man. So, it sounds like our topic. listeners have some, uh, yeah. some homework to do. Go play all those games, guys. You got your homework. So, so here's a quick question before we wrap up. Yes. Uh, Valley of the Gods is, I guess, not an indie anymore, but I'm still excited about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's worth it's worth in category oh, right, five. Any yeah, others that you'd like them. to bring That's up? I forgot one. all about that. <laughs> yeah. Valve bought them now. So, I mean. That's crazy to yeah. think about. I guess you can't really call that an indie game anymore, but man, yeah. that's good. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's one still of, kind one of, of two upcoming Valve games. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then the card game that that yeah. the audience literally yep. groaned when they first announced it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's it, a good pick yeah. actually too. I mean, it's made yeah. by the same folks, and yeah. it's you know, yeah, it it's is, yeah. Uh, yeah, Indian so spirit. My, yeah, my honorable mention is Gorogoa, which oh, I just yeah. played recently. That's a really cool game. It's a, a beautiful uh, puzzle game for your for your phone. Go get go out and get it. It's a good time. It's just, it's like two hours long. Mm-hmm. It's not going to eat up too much of your time, but it's it's worth it. Um, but yeah, any other any final thoughts? Any final games that you just couldn't fit in any any other category? <laughs> Destiny Two, very good game. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man. 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 Indie. Spider-Man. All right. Our old friend uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> All right. So end of the show plugs for men and women and Nick Sutner. Nick, anything you'd like to plug? I know you you slipped in a plug for your Spelunky podcast. Where can people find that? I did. I'm sorry. Uh, No, that's all right. uh, That's all right. The Spelunky Show on Twitter, uh, or if you search Spelunky on iTunes, I think it's the first result now. Um, There's another podcast I've been doing called Going Analog, which is a board game show, uh, sort of hopefully theoretically for video gamers um, who might who might like board games. Uh, Myself and my friend Dan Shu, uh, who I worked with for a long time at PlayStation and in the press back in the day, and uh, some other friends. Um, and what else? Yeah, that's maybe it at the moment. Um, so maybe check those out. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. 
Awesome. And of course, you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. You can find links to the episodes, social media, the Twitch channel, which we're not streaming a lot on right now. But, but if we hit but that soon, next goal, soon, we'll, we'll be we... streaming once uh, every other week, that community game. So hit that next goal on patreon.com <laughs> slash sbfvgs. Um, so yeah, if you like what we do and you want to see us doing more of it, the best ways to support the show are Patreon um, or subscribing on Twitch, even though, like I said, full disclosure, we're not putting a ton on there right now. Um, tattoos. And then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting tattoos of the podcast logo. <laughs> human, <is> a- <laughs> human billboards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or leaving us a delightful iTunes review. So all of those things are, are wonderful. Um, or if you want to support the show, you can buy David's pants for $1. I don't know if that's really a and- that's- i do have to mention because you know i obviously forgot to make a big deal at all about our fourth anniversary of this episode uh or or, of the show you know four years doing sbf egs it has been awesome and uh the listeners have been so so very supportive and very awesome to us so um and uh josh in the chat said and in true fashion the men forget their anniversary (laughs) (laughs) that's true um, yeah, it, it's, it's been really an incredible four years and I'm really looking forward to hopefully another four with my good friends, uh, Adam and Slippery Banana, uh, 420 Blaze at 6969. Um, and Nick, whenever he'll come back. Oh my Thank God. Thank you. Yeah, I'm in the two timers yeah, club now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, <laughs> You've almost got tenure. Who is your most prolific guest? Ooh. Ooh. Eric? And how, uh, how many times were they I on? Believe, I believe it actually hit five. Friend, is that right? Ashley Ortiz, yeah, has been yeah. on six, six times. times now. Oh, man. Okay, well, we need to yeah. schedule my next five appearances. <laughs> we'll get some on the books. Because I got to get that yeah. jacket. It's like SNL. <laughs> yeah, jacket. once you get in the five-timers club. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, a very special thanks to um, Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome, handsome face. And, of course, for being hashtag producer tier on Patreon. Wait, um, hang you on. can follow us Mike on Twitter. Do something after that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah you just like well, he just walked right through. Special thanks to like, it Eric matter. for our podcast <laughs> logo and for his handsome face. Mm, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it feels forced now. <laughs> you can follow guy, us on Twitter. Guy takes an episode off and forgets yep. how the show works. I know, right? I know. Uh, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at SBFEGS Podcast. I myself am Barry White. That's B U R Y W I T E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J Tate. Nick is N Sutner. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you can check our Twitter profiles for PSN, Switch Info, uh, maybe some Steam Info? I don't really data? publish it. I, 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 right. I don't have He's any very of my reclusive, gaming man. names anywhere online right now, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all changing soon anyway. It Pretty matter. soon I'll be, what was it, Slick Banana, Slippery Banana? <laughs> Slippery Banana. <laughs> 420, 420 Blaze, Blaze 69, XXOO. Yeah, something like that. That's going to be weird on your passport. <laughs> oh, man. And a super is huge... Be yeah, they're going to get stuck at customs every time. Like, wait, are you I carrying bananas? Give... No, 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 no. My, name. my name is Banana. <laughs> I do have to give a huge like shout-out. Like 22-year-old, um, uh, you know, uh, Border Patrol, and he's going to look at just like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but how often is that going to happen? Yeah, so I have to give a huge shout-out to uh, Quidjibo who has uh, just this past fortnight backed us on oh, Patreon. Well, oh, thank, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. Kujibo is uh, one of the 
one of the one of the good ones. One of the good ones, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and of course, a huge thanks uh, to you, Nick, for joining us on this episode. This was great. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'll get so you a schedule fun. for your next five appearances here uh, right after the show. So. <laughs> all right. And that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover episode 106. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more, at least an hour of indie game talk. Uh, <laughs> and, and other talk oh, on man. gaming. Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, goodbye everybody. Yay! Happy anniversary. See, these are specifically the kinds of names that people are hoping to change away from. So I think that is definitely a bit. I mean, that one's taken right now, but it's going to get freed up in like a week. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying, right? Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.